Welcome back to another episode of the Ice Coffee Hour. And today we got a really interesting episode because uh, we're going to be doing a few things. One, I got a gift for you, Jack. Oh. Something we have to talk about. It's a bit of an issue, but uh, I did get you something. An issue? Yeah. Two, we have to talk about the uh, Macy proposal because we never followed up with it. We talked about it before. Oh, we never talked right. about that exact day. And lastly, we have to finish off with uh, responding to some of the hate comments. Uh, we had somebody screenshot a whole bunch of them. We have no idea what they say, but I see every now and then we get a few nasty ones. They've been brutal. They've been really bad. So uh, we're going to be reacting to them. So first, Jack, uh, let's talk about this. You desperately need a haircut. It's really You're, bad. You really sound like my mom. No, but it's you know, true. D d from your guys' perspective, it may be true, but I'm not trying to appeal to you guys, okay? Now, I, you know, I'm trying to appeal to like 23-year-old women, <laughs> and I think that this haircut is a hit. By the way, speaking of appealing to 23-year-old women, on the last podcast, did you see the highly voted comment of some girl who wanted to take Jack on a date? Wait, really? Yeah. No, a pull highly it up. voted comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? On the, the last top one? comment. The top comment. No. And it got like 300 upvotes. Oh, wow. Yeah, read Kayla it. Kayla Rose. It. Oh, I liked it. I'm 22, started my own business, barely finished college. Where could I send to go on a date with Jack? Let's film the first date, too. See? Come on. Dude. Really? <laughs> Oh. So anyway, yeah, I don't want to get too off topic. So we got that. Uh, but the, Jack needs a haircut. Agreed. Kayla will probably agree with me. I think it's charming. It makes me stand out. I'm very unique, you know, with this haircut. And I think it's a net positive. Although, yes, you could argue I do look like a slob. You know, I look like I'm unkempt, but unkempt. I can reassure you I am kempt. And I think it's a, you know, it's a unique look. You got the trucker hat on and it looks like a mullet. So now yeah. you're a trucker hat mullet guy. Look at you. It trucker hat look. mullet, man. Yeah. That sounds pretty <laughs> he cool. He said mullet guy. Oh. Yeah. Well, a trucker hat mullet yeah. guy is pretty cool too, I think. So, well, and you know, mullets yeah. are actually making a comeback. So you guys, your hairstyles actually yeah. might be Well, out. Jack, I got you a little something. Okay? Oh, well, thank so. you. Because you refuse to get a haircut, we have to make <laughs> some improvements. Trimmers. What, so, uh, Yeah. Well. What is it? It's a hat. <laughs> oh my god i love this oh holy cow okay it says the man the myth the legend uh i think this is perfect for me this is amazing yeah, you know it's a trucker, yeah. he knows you like trucker hats yes yeah oh because yeah, he used rim. to wear these like <laughs> oh my god i actually like i like it though that's the thing, and it fits. I think because I think of this good. hat, I need to grow up my mullet longer. <laughs> it only makes sense. What was interesting is that you used to wear like a, a, like a baseball cap. Yeah. This orange baseball cap all the time. Yeah. And then out of a sudden, all of a sudden, you get this uh, trucker hat out of nowhere. And Graham and I noticed ever yeah. since you got that hat, that's the only hat that you wear. Why is the trucker hat such big talk, man? You know, it's a good hat. I like the hat. I made it at my cousin's bar mitzvah. To tell you the truth, that's what I did. And okay. I just like the hat. I think it looks nice. You know what? Good. That hat reminds me of uh, of Roman Atwood. Did you guys see he recently started a podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I, I listen to it. The Fousey like one. It. Yeah, I, like I the listen. Fousey. I love. They can the clean Fousey up one. their angles a little bit. So there's a small competition out there. I've noticed that everybody is getting into podcasting mm, yep. lately. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I don't want to say we were early, but honestly, know, we were kind of late. We were, yeah, late. we were late. Yeah, we were now, late. But, but now, in now retrospect, joining. it's like those things where when when everybody's like, "Well, if I had just started YouTube, then." 
mm-hmm. you know, and then like it keeps growing, keeps growing. So I think it started at a good time. But yeah, yeah. now everybody's starting a podcast. And what yeah. I said last episode with Daniel Mack turned out to be very true. I said people listen to us when they're driving yeah. or when they're at the gym. And we got so many comments of people saying exactly what they were doing while they were listening to the podcast. And like probably 40% of them were gym and then like 45 were driving. Yeah. So it's true. It holds true. So if you're at the gym yeah. or you're driving, what's Comment up? down below. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of podcasts. I think because uh, it's it's sustainable in a way that you can't just keep making these like over-the-top videos all the time. And for a podcast, it's sitting and just having a conversation, and I think more people are catching on to that. It's also very genuine. I mean, we shared that you were engaged on here before you mentioned anything yeah. like anywhere else. Like, Yeah, my parents even found out from the podcast. They f- You're you joking. Are- I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> sounded like, a, like something grand. <laughs> when did you tell I'm your kidding. parents? Because I remember I'm when kidding. we spoke about it on the podcast for the first time, yeah. you said you had not told them yet. Yeah, it was uh, a few days before. A few days before? Is it? Yeah, about a few days. Okay. Five days before. Well, people okay. commented that Jack was upset that I didn't propose to Jack. Yeah. I saw that, and <laughs> watching that clip back with that comment... It looks like you were like too excited that he was proposing to you and then that you were sad that it wasn't true. I just thought it was a big deal. To be honest, I thought it was a really big deal and I was shocked because I knew that you were planning on doing it this year, but it just, I feel like it came by so quickly. It did. So for those that want to know, the proposal went very smoothly. Graham did a great job. Macy said yes. So. And we couldn't see a single thing yeah. from the ground. No. Yeah. So we were all talking in the last podcast. Alex had mentioned you got to get a picture of it so that that way, like, you get the moment. And I thought, great idea. So I told Alex and Jack they could go down to the uh, to the Santa Monica Pier, get out the telephoto lens, and like try to get us at the top of the Ferris wheel. And so I tried so hard to make sure that we were like, I, I tell you exactly which cart we're in. We were and cart we 20. You. Yeah, we got you. Yeah. We knew which cart you were in. We, we were like, we had this super long lens, so we were able to see. But the problem was that the way that the angle was, like it was like, uh, initially when you and Macy were like sitting across from each mm-hmm. other, we could see you guys. But then Macy did the unexpected, guys. She went over to Graham's side. Oh, no. And then we lost sight of everything. And then Jack get... and I rushed yeah. over to go meet Graham at the bottom of the Ferris wheel after. Because we were like, oh, we'll take some pictures like by the arcade. You know, we're at the at this, uh, you know, little fair at the pier. And uh, Graham just texted me. Yeah, we're uh, heading to the restaurant. We didn't like, see you. Right. I cannot believe you left without. We it, didn't. By the way. I thought because you were going to wait for us because you knew Jack. The restaurant's and I were walking we, distance. We were yeah. a little bit further out on the pier, and we were trying to get some beautiful photos and videos for our lovely future groom Graham. And you came off the Ferris wheel and immediately left. You like you booked I, into the I, restaurant. I, you shared your well, GPS location yeah, with me. Yeah. You were like halfway up the pier, like right after you got we, off. I was like, we, we were hung out go afterwards. Run we were over and no, celebrate. We hung out afterwards. We were at the bottom for a little bit, maybe a few minutes, and like I looked around, didn't see you guys, and I I didn't know if it was it would ruin the surprise if you guys like show up because we were meeting your family afterwards. We were gonna see you guys. Like I know, but yeah. she was seeing her family, so maybe she's like, oh. It's also, I think more. you guys ran a little late, so maybe her family yeah. was also. Yeah, waiting. that's a good I point. Assume, I assume that you know yeah. you had to get up there, yeah. but. Yeah, tell, so walk us through now that you've done it. Yeah. How did it feel that day? How did it feel, you know, going through it? Were you nervous? I was nervous leading, leading up to it. I honestly thought there's nothing to be nervous about. I was like, why? Why would it be nervous? I, I knew the answer was going to be a yes. I knew she'd be very excited and I knew it was coming. So I, like, I didn't have those nerves except the day of just, just because I was only nervous because I didn't want anything to go wrong. So I was really scared that like, what if we go down to the pier and uh, the Ferris wheel isn't 
going or like it's out of order, then what do I do? What if we go down the pier and like we run into you guys? Then it's going to be obvious. Or as we were walking down to the pier, her parents were at the restaurant and it was across the street. So I was like diverting her attention. Be like, look at the ocean over there. Look at this building. What do you think this? So I was like, just because I'm so afraid she'd look over and like see her family. She'd go, what are they doing there? So all the things that could go wrong, that's what I was nervous about. But it was good. And then and then on the Ferris wheel, I wanted it to stop at the top. And it kept going around and we weren't stopping at the top. I'm like, what if this is the one time it doesn't stop at the top and like we have to go on again? Like, would that be too obvious? So I didn't get the very top, but I got like the notch to the top. And uh, yeah, it was good. Did you cry? No, no. Did she God. cry? She she teared. She, yeah. she did a she few tears. Up. Yeah, I was going to say, I forgot to ask. Yeah, she her did a thumbnail that. face. <laughs> but in real life but in real life yeah yeah well i gotta say man i'm we're happy for you i i can't believe it and uh i think everybody also is wondering do you know when the wedding's gonna be it's gonna be a ways off just because we're both busy we don't have to think about it like right now but yeah big wedding small wedding expensive uh, wedding oh gosh paying I, for your uh friends to come out there type of wedding i'm not a i'm not a big wedding person so like I would if it if to me I mean just like a few people but I don't know it's 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 up to her I'll let her make the decision on that. Well, Kelsey went to go look at uh, wedding dresses today. Oh yeah, yeah. I told her not to get too excited. Why the cost? Yeah, I don't want. She told me how much one cost. How much? She was looking. She she told me, you know, she we'd rather not say yet. That's I that's what she told me. So how much do you think is appropriate to spend on the wedding dress? Max, this is like. You find a dress that you absolutely love. You have yeah. to have it. Thousand bucks max. Okay. How much what, do they usually cost? I don't know. Like I, there's boutique stores, but there's also like online. You can also actually rent wedding dresses yeah. because the thing is, a lot of people will spend thousands of dollars on this dress and then keep it in their closet for who knows how long. And yeah, it's cool if you want to have it, but sometimes you can rent like a really expensive dress for like a couple hundred bucks and you don't have something sitting in your closet. What if you made the wedding dress? Boom, YouTube video. Boom, it's also sentimental. Boom, it's also cheap. You well, could one, do that. It's, it's your not, time. Yeah. It's the time. You know how much time that would take? Like I'm not, I don't sew day to day, so I'm not Alex, you could just get, get a bed sheet some confetti go buy some potatoes some and toilet remove paper them from the sack <laughs> potato sack. toilet paper wedding dress but just don't get it wet that's viral content right there yeah right well yeah. how much do you guys think is appropriate to spend on a wedding i, I have no frame of reference it. yeah i have no idea i think yeah like i said i think that's like the tippy top but there i know she told me that there were wedding dresses there that call, i think the range at that particular store was between like one and a half and eight thousand so eight thousand dollars the bottom of the range was already too expensive <laughs> well there's well, a there's the a, cheapest one there is well, over there, budget a clearance oh yeah, yeah and yeah. then you know you can the returned items you can haggle now what about bit. pre-owned yeah pre-owned i i'm okay with that actually i think that's a great way like to get a wedding dress yeah what if you resold it you just got a super nice one wore it for the wedding which returned it like how about but that at that point it's you're better off well no, you're better you off renting it, it Jack. Yeah. That's the ethical thing. To yeah, do. you should rent it. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> I've never worn something from a store and then returned it. Have Neither you done that? No, no, God, no. You. Probably. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. At least you're honest about it. What do you think it was? Uh, jackets. So H&M had a very liberal return oh, it was policy. H&M too? Yeah. You could have bought it. So no. not probably. It's definitely. No. So sometimes what I do is I, well, <laughs> he, even still, he knows he's told the still story. to this day, I still never take the tags off clothing 
So on a lot of my jackets, I still have the tag in there. And so sometimes I'll wear the jacket out and then never wear it again. After a month, I'm like, I've, I've yet to wear this thing again. I'm not going to wear it again. I return it. But even now, yeah. it's like if you drive to H&M, you know, that whole ordeal is going to take an hour for what? $70? No, this is years ago. I haven't done this in a long time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. None, right. none of this is recent. Mark, long time. Yeah. I have Alex return it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alex shows up. This jacket doesn't fit me. <laughs> it's the wrong size. My mom bought this for me as a Christmas present. <laughs> and I just, I think she, she miscalculated my size. <laughs> Jacket's all of his clothes for free. So it's not going to matter. That is true. I'm not going to say that's entirely true, but that's mostly true. Okay. Yes. I, they're all hand-me-downs. So where do you get your clothes from? Yeah. Do you guys want to know the truth? Yeah. Is it your mom? Yeah. My mom gets me most of my clothes, to be honest. Really? Yeah. She got me this shirt. These shorts, right? Actually, these shorts, I got... I feel like your mom's like a 90s skater my kid. Too. My, your, my mom was a yeah. 90s skater kid? No, my yeah, mom was born just, in 64. Just by like the ZJ's boarding house, sort of like, you know, the surf attire. <laughs> really? and like, yeah, no, that's a SoCal The trucker thing. hat. You know, I, I, I gotta say, guys, you know, I usually don't share this stuff willingly, but in this case, I think it's kind of funny. It makes for a good story. But I went on a date uh, probably like five days ago. Nice. You didn't you tell went me about this. Date? Yeah. So it's, we went to Dave and Buster's and I showed up and I thought I looked really good. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I thought my outfit was nice. I thought she was going to be like really pleased with it. After Dave and Buster's, we went back to my house to go in the hot tub. And I was like going in my, my room or whatever to like pick out like board shorts for the, for the hot tub. And she followed me into the closet and she saw that I had very few clothes. And then she said, just out of nowhere, I didn't like instigate it. She just said, that explains it. And I was like, what are you talking no about? Way. Yeah, what are you talking about? And this first date? Yes. Okay. And she said, she said, oh, I just, you know, I noticed like the clothes you were wearing uh, at David Buster's. And I was like, what are you trying to say? And she's like, oh, it's just, you know, like questionable style. Can you believe it? I could believe it, Jack. Well, what were you wearing? Yeah. Um, I was wearing a navy shirt, some navy pants. No, what, a shirt, what, t-shirt? Yeah, t-shirt, yeah. Okay. Navy t-shirt. It's got like a little design right here. Okay. Navy pants and then brown shoes. No. I bet the the pants were probably a bit baggy. I like right? the I like the brown shoes with the navy pants. I'm a fan no. of the, Yes, I'm a fan of the brown and navy like suit combination but i think the navy shirt overdoes it do wear the hat yeah 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 and she, okay, so that's actually a good point she said the main thing she said i don't know why you wore a hat so dude i'm telling you right now if you cut your hair yeah. i'm not even joking you would probably look 10 times the better. thing is people assume that you're balding because you wear the hat so often but no, i know you. so yeah, you may you as well show it hair, off <laughs> sometimes i think you have to take certain things that we know we're not good at and just accept the fact we're not good at them and let other people help us. For you, I would venture to say it's style. Yeah, I think For style. For me as well, but you know. Wow. But Alex could get away with the pineapples on his shirt. Listen, man, I'm married. Like, Why can he get away? Is the bar just lower for Alex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? This is, it's not that crazy. This is like, Alex's style. But and it works. My, but it works. It works as like a funny sort of like whimsical t-shirt. By the way, I wanted to ask, how's the weight loss coming? Could you explain what's going oh, on? Did we Jack? did we talk about? We this? haven't spoken about no. this yet. No. You so, want to t say what's going on? Sure. So I, you know, I happen to notice that Alex may struggle with his weight a little bit. So you happen to notice? What I, is that supposed to mean? <laughs> huh? You explain it. I, no, I'm, I'm just not, kidding. I, I don't know I'm how to explain it. I'm this. just kidding. Go ahead. Um, I figured out I would like to help a friend, uh, and I think it could also be an inspiring story since we've discussed it on the podcast a few times. And you know, for Alex, it's not only it's like also a mental thing as well you know yeah. and i think that overcoming that mental 
barrier as well as being a healthier individual, I think could be a really good piece of content and also something that I would love to do for my friend uh, on a personal level. Yeah. So what we decided to do was try to get Alex to lose some weight. And we are on what, just over two weeks now? I think so, yeah. Just yeah, we're about, just over uh, two weeks. Are we? Yeah, yeah, just almost two weeks, I think. Oh, yeah. I think on Wednesday. Yeah. On Wednesday's two weeks. You know, I'm taking a lot of advice from tons of people that know a lot about nutrition and dieting and exercising and stuff like that. Um, the main thing that we're just trying to focus on is eating just good, healthy, hearty foods. And that's pretty much it. And no snacking. Yeah. So I'm text. So every day, Jack texts me like uh, close to lunchtime. And he's just like, hey, what are you having to eat? And so every time I make food, I just uh, I take a picture. And I send it over to Jack. Or if I like him in a rush, I'll just tell Jack, hey, I had this for lunch. Mm -hmm. And um, and I do that for like my lunch and my dinner. And uh, we also do weigh-ins. And I go grocery shopping with Jack. Mm -hmm. And uh, so far, so good. So Jack, uh, I lost how much so far? You've uh, lost, you lost 6.6 .6 pounds in 11 days. Now, granted, I know that may sound unhealthy, the speed at which you lost weight, but then again, once you start dieting and cutting down on those, the fatty foods and the snacking foods, yeah. you have less sodium in your body, which soaks up less water. So a lot of that was water weight. And I would say probably, let's say, you know, two pounds or so, maybe three pounds of fat. And we're also trying to find like that sweet spot. So we dialed it up a little bit on mm -hmm. the, on the calories a little bit. So, um, but so far so good. The first week, uh, was, was pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a huge change, right? Yeah. And um, we talk about this on or off, or sorry, we talk about this off the podcast a lot more mm -hmm. um, just because you guys are my friends. And so sometimes you guys may not hear like the entirety of the conversations. I told Jack having, I've never had anybody try to like hold me like accountable. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been a very different experience. And um, one thing Graham told me, he's like, takes 21 days to build a habit. And um it's getting easier every day. That's good. I mean, you're doing great and so I'm far. I'm eating great food. Good. Yeah. Uh, you can throw some pictures of the food yeah. I've been making. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, you know, really lean. Sometimes it's a little bit like uh, comfort meals, but it's not like crazy, you know. Mm -hmm. it's very different than what I was eating, right? Because I think most of the calories that I was intaking were from snacking. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of change That's now good. if i'm really hungry i i'll grab like a pinch of grapes or something yeah. like that. now what about exercise so i'm looking to reintroduce or introduce more exercise um as well so um i think i had this conversation I, i'm not sure if both of you but um i had lost weight in the past and one of the good exercises that i found for myself was swimming just because it's very low impact mm -hmm. uh, but it's very high cardio and um so I think I'm probably going to start doing that. I'm going to say probably start with two times a week, probably next week or this week. Well, not this like week. That. I could do that too. The main yeah. idea that I had in mind when you, you know, with your plan of losing weight was I didn't want to introduce too many things right in the beginning because I didn't want you to hate it. So yeah. as long as like you're eating clean, you're going to lose weight pretty dang fast. Yeah. Uh, at, your, at your current weight and that was the plan until you got to maybe maybe you lost like you know 40 40 50 pounds and then we could introduce exercising and stuff like that once you got used to that and built up that habit of yeah. eating clean no more unhealthy snacking and stuff like yeah. that well it could start as like resistance walking through the pool yeah i mean that and then you build up and like i remember when i first ever swam i couldn't even swim a lap like at all mm. and it took me several weeks to be able to do it mm -hmm. i don't know if i can now because it's been two and a half years since i swam yeah so 
But I agree. I, I got to say, I'm honestly really impressed. And I definitely, this probably doesn't help my case at all, but I, I definitely had some like prejudgments about like when I first wanted to, to diet you, I thought that because the first thing I did was I went over to his house and we went through his entire pantry and I removed all of the unhealthy food. Mm-hmm. And I thought that when I was doing that, you'd be like, no, I want that. No, I want that. No, I want that still. But you're very open to it and you're optimistic, which is one of my favorite parts. You're not complaining all the time. You're not saying, oh, I wish that I had more sweets or I wish I didn't have to do this. You're super like proactive about it. I don't have to constantly be checking on you. You're pretty like self-sufficient on it. It's the texting me, like holding me accountable. Like when you text me in the morning, it like reaffirms like, oh, today I'm going to be accountable. Yeah. And I told Jack the other day, I was like, Jack, I really want some pizza. And like, so we, but we went out to that event and I mm-hmm. ate some like food that was off my thing. So I'm going to yeah. wait before okay. I have pizza. Well, but uh, like, yeah, Jack and I have had burgers together. Mm-hmm. We, if we go to an event, we eat out mm-hmm. and it's just like, we kind of account for it. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with eating unhealthy food every once in a exactly. while. Yeah. The only thing is the snacking. And if you do that, like all of the time, like every day, yeah, like I want yeah, <laughs> exactly. to exactly snack every day. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is when you snacked, the issue was you'd eat really calorie dense things, such as a bag of potato chips, oh, like yeah. a big bag. And you'd eat like probably 2000 calories in one sitting and but, not even know it. Yeah. But now it's like, you know, you're very like structured with your diet and I think the best way to introduce like a healthy eating habit is to introduce like normal eating habits. We're like, sure, if you go to an event, you have some pizza or if you want pizza, you can order pizza. And I think that's the important part for me, too, because I don't I told Jack I could never be like you, like you eat Mm. so clean. Like, I don't think that could ever be me. But you have to remember, like to get to the weight that I am, I've probably been eating like unhealthy like to what a normal person would consider extremely unhealthy for so long i think that going back to like a diet of like normalcy and having moderation with foods that are higher in calories is is good and that's probably like the life that i would want to live um but who knows you never know because maybe i'll see some gains and i'll be like this is the way but Mm -hmm. my mindset is that right now so we'll see i'm just very open to everything and I really appreciate you, you know, helping me. So far, so good. And Graham's been supportive too, just uh, like emotionally on the side. So that's good. Yeah, you're killing it. So. I honestly, to be completely fair and honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. But I figure anything that we do do, where it means that you eat cleaner foods, you eat healthier yeah. foods, is just a step in just the right direction. Just for liability reasons, I have nothing to do with this, guys. I just, I just, <laughs> for the record, right? You agree, Jack? Like yeah. this is nothing to do. This but is I thought outside. You were texting me advice. <laughs> like the other day, you were like, "This is advice. <laughs> <laughs> this is health advice directly from Graham Stefan." No, Graham's just there as a friend to be supportive. Yeah, this is between Jack, you guys, it's so I want Jack, no, yeah, no Jack, liability. Jack that, definitely yeah. t- tells me what to do, yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. But you've been doing great, and we're going to be continuing to document this entire journey. It'll yeah. be exciting. And you know what's cool? Uh, Jack sent me this earlier that, um, who was it, Mike Malak and Jeff from Jeff's Barbershop were, uh, mentioned me in the podcast this morning. Wait, what? Yeah. How? Yeah. Yeah, I made a video on uh, Mike Malak buying a property with an NFT uh-huh. on the second channel of the Graham Stephan Show. Go and subscribe to that. But I made a video talking about that, and uh, Mike and Jeff watched the video. And sometimes, for me, I forget, like, how many people see these videos? And so I think sometimes if I'm just joking around or making lighthearted humor, I forget sometimes that there's, like, a real person behind there who's too, could be taking these literally or could be taking it the wrong way. And uh, Did they so take it the wrong way. I think Mike saw parts of the video that could have potentially been hurtful. 
and not in like a malicious way necessarily, but maybe in not the nicest of ways. And usually on that channel, I try my best. I'm sarcastic and it's, it's all sat, so not all satire, but no, I didn't say anything, but you know, I said, uh, you know, I, I made jokes that were probably at, at Mike's expense. Like I said, you know, it's the peak of the market, but it goes to show you there's always going to be a Mike who's buying. Because he's buying. I mean, it was just like, it was meant in a lighthearted way, not to be taken too seriously. But I also, I think, lose track when you're like behind a computer screen looking at the numbers that like, that is a person you're talking about. And uh, like, you know, I have nothing against Mike or anything. And a lot of it is just meant purely for comedy. But I think comedy at the expense of someone else. I, I'm realizing that. You know, so the more I've been doing the mark the, on this one, I don't think so. And he overall said that the video was, was, uh, you know, it wasn't a bad video and, and a lot of it was, was accurate, but also that I didn't know the entire situation. And I, and I even said that in the video, I tried to estimate what his income was based on how much he put down. And he explained that he put down more because it gave him a lower interest rate, which is true. Um, so there were, I, I had to stretch and make some assumptions just, uh, just for the purposes of the video and supplying information. So I definitely went out on a limb there. But the thing is, he could be making $5 million a year. And it makes no difference whatsoever if he buys a property for four, if it's worth three next year, if it's worth five. It's like, it doesn't matter. And I think at those income levels, it's like you're talking over the equivalent of like what a normal person would be like a few hundred dollars. So like for him, it doesn't make a difference. So how much do you think Mike is making? In the video. Because I will say, before you say the number, Graham has given us estimates. For, of a lot of people yeah. before we've met them yeah. and then people confirm and they're pretty damn close yeah i will say you have a pretty good idea i'm not saying it's accurate no adam 22 is the biggest shock for me i didn't know he was making that much yeah <laughs> and that came in under fourth but mike malak i said that for him to afford his mortgage he had to be netting after expenses seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year that that's the bare minimum. So I kind of assumed that if he had to put more money down, he was hitting that limit, which meant that he was making way more money. But since he's his own boss, he's probably deducting a lot of expenses. So I said he's probably making about one point two, so a hundred thousand dollars a month. Plus he's got expenses, so he's netting you know seven twenty to eight hundred thousand a year. He didn't confirm or deny that amount, nor would I expect him to be like, yeah. no, so here's how much I make. But I could, I would say like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's making $5 million a year, but I would say at minimum, it's gotta be the 720 at minimum. Like that's what he would have to do to qualify for that. Yeah. Cause there may be other deals yeah, that yeah. are behind the scenes that we have no a clue problem. On. Probably. Yeah. Sometimes when you're in that circle of people, you get opportunity. I mean, you get opportunities presented to you that you know, yeah, there's, it's so, not worth making a whole video on, but you're yeah. invested in other things. Yeah. So anyway, but but sometimes I see those videos and I feel bad just because it's like I never want to make anyone feel bad. And my my intention is never to put anyone down. So and sometimes you do get caught up in, in that moment of just like, ah, it's it's funny. It's for comedy. But then you forget. It's like, well, you know, that is a person on the other end who's who's seeing this. And I, I've definitely gotten a lot more careful of, of what I said on that channel. I reacted to ads before, and that was like an old fun thing as I'd react to the ads. And um, at the end, like, I just felt bad afterwards. Because some of the stuff, like, I'm poking fun at it, but, but like, that's their business and whether or not I agree with it. Not all malicious, but, you know, some of it's a little, a little sketchy, but... I will say I know, like those. I like that video. People do, but yeah. uh, I just feel bad about it, even though people like it. So anyway, what do you think, Jack? 
<clears throat> I think, you know, with the Graham Stephan show, you assume responsibility when you say certain things about other people. And I know just with like media in general, it's easier to throw accusations and to like point fingers, uh, especially considering the fact that usually the creator is never like held to a certain standard when they probably should be. You know what I mean? Creators get let off for saying some bad things about other people. I think as a general rule, you specifically, you're pretty fair, but I also think that with the responsibility of having that channel, that's definitely something that you should consider. And knowing you, I don't think that you ever really cross that line, but it seems like you have a pretty good perspective on it. I wouldn't be too worried about it. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's about getting close to that line, but never crossing it. Um, cause I never want to be in a position where I, I say something truly negative about someone where if they saw me somewhere, they would yeah. be upset. Um, and I, and I would expect that all of it would be kind of lighthearted, but I did see that and I felt bad. So if Mike so. is watching this, what do you have to say? Uh, none of it was meant to be like too serious. A lot of it's just lighthearted humor, but, uh, if, if anything I said was, was taken the wrong way, I, I apologize for it because it's never my intention to make anyone feel bad. And, I, you know, I do make stretches and assumptions in that video just for the purposes of filling in some of the numbers. But uh, definitely I, I didn't get all of it right, I'm sure. So if there's anything that I could correct, I'm always open to that. Have you DM'd Mike before? Have you guys spoke? Yeah. Uh, so I met him in 2020, actually with you briefly when we picked up the oh, Pokemon card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Pokemon card. Local oh, Paul box yeah, break. Sure, so I met sure, him sure. briefly. And then after that, he had mentioned me in one of the impulsive podcasts uh, as like the finance guy or something like that. And so I sent him a message saying, uh, thank you for the kind words. Uh, if you would ever like to uh, do a collab or like, I'd love to have you on my channel. It's just anything like that. Uh, I'm open. Now, it never showed red or anything like that. So I don't know if he got it, but I did send him a message. Mike Malak, next podcast guest. Let's go. Yeah, I would love oh, that. Yeah, I Mike, if you're listening, absolutely this, love come that. On, dude, yeah, we would love that. Yeah, if anyone knows Mike Malak and you want to shoot him a text and be like, "Hey, if you're in Las Vegas, Graham Stephan would love to host you. Do whatever. Jack's we'll take you out for dinner. Jack's got an Airbnb dinner. room. That Jack's got an Airbnb. We'll comp, we'll comp you for. Yeah, yeah. we we'll take you out for steak at Herbs and Rye, like a, a nice steak, nice steak place. Uh, make you feel welcome. So how about this? Uh, we got hate comments. Yes, we oh have some hate comments gosh. we have to get back to. Uh, now, depending on the tone of these hate comments, I'm going to try to take them to heart right, and see. see you know, if these are really good criticisms that you know, is something that we can work on. So the first hate comment, and again, guys, we did not pick these. We had somebody else pick these, so yeah. we have never seen these before. Correct. I really ain't trying to see a morbidly obese guy to struggle to ask the most basic questions. Jack, I don't know why they hate you so much. Dude, why did you write that, Jack? I'm sorry. <laughs> Gosh. No. So I think they're talking about me. Well, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I try to ask questions that I feel like the audience would like to know, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why I bring up stuff like when Graham was talking about the ring, I was like, that's a pretty small ring for a millionaire. Not because I think that, but. Just like I'm trying to think, what would the audience think in my my shows? Yeah. And also, when introducing podcast guests, I mean, I do the same thing. I try to think like, okay, imagine I'm a new viewer and I've never seen this. I really try to go from that angle. I am obese, but we're trying I don't to think work that's, on. I don't think that's yeah. a comment to take to heart. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't no, think I don't so. think so. I think he's just yeah. gonna be. You know, yeah, the, the morbidly obese just seems to be like the poking stick. Yeah. The yeah. real thing seems to be the, the basic, basic question. But I would agree with the basic question. I mean, you have to. So, all right. Jack has been looking sloppy. Get a haircut. Okay. Well, oh, I just glanced gosh. over and I saw that it was written by my assistant. So, JJ, uh, we have a serious talk. Oh, that we okay. have to have Wait, was it morning. actually? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's JJ. Funny. All right. All right. Jack, you don't buy and hold with margin, silly boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's right, though. I mean, he's uh, right. That's not, that's good advice. 
It is. You it is. It is good advice. Yeah. What do you got to yeah, say? Yeah. Okay. You know what? The silly boy was just. You know the that was unnecessary. <laughs> silly boy. But you know. <laughs> He's he's probably he is right. All right. I like how we're so analytical. Yeah, we're like, well, like, this part was yeah, well, yeah. We should yeah. take them all take them all here. seriously. Okay. To You're right. What's the I won't do one? it again. I stopped watching your videos because they are all buy and hold index funds. Yeah, I think beyond a certain point, it does become repetitive. I mean, I'm, I'm never going to say anything different. So if you're expecting me one video to say like, "Hey guys, go all in Tesla and then short this," I'm never going to say that. But you know what? I think long term that'll come out ahead. So I'm going to stick with it. One thing I'll say is you've been very consistent. Yep. With your, I'm not going to deviate from that. Yeah. When you clickbait so much, you have to clarify it when it's not clickbait. Did we? Did we have did to? You see, do like not we do a not clickbait? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, I, the when, proposed one. Was oh, it? margin oh, call. Oh, margin call. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, for sure, I think we stretch the truth on the titles, but the titles do have a direct connection with exactly what we talk about in the video. So it's never like taking completely like like just wrong information and putting it in the title, but usually it is what we talk about and then maybe exaggerate it a little bit. We don't exaggerate numbers, but we can exaggerate where, you know, where we can. Yeah, I actually thought the not clickbait was catchier. Just like, just as a title, I would be more likely to click on a title that says not clickbait. That, that from my perspective, it's just like, what would people be likely to click on? And That's that also gets my strategy. Attention. Yeah, yeah so sure. I wouldn't say, yeah. Graham is 127 pounds. Homeboy is tiny. I haven't been that small since I was like 19, <laughs> like I wish. Homeboy is tiny. But he said, I wish. So he wishes he could be smaller. Maybe, you know, there's so a that could bigger. be a compliment. Maybe he's got a little heft. Yeah, yeah that could yeah. be a compliment. Maybe they'd be like, I wish I could weigh 127. So I'll take that as a compliment. That could be a nice comment. So. What, what, well, what do you say to people who say that you're small? It just it is what it is. I don't know. <laughs> the, Genetics, the, man. the sky is blue. I mean, what is there, what is there to say? <laughs> I, fair, yeah. fair enough. I agree. <laughs> No offense, but Graham is wrong AF on Tesla stock and Elon. You can tell he's an S&P investor mainly, doesn't know much about the individual stocks. Oh, that's probably when I said the Tesla stock was uh, overvalued. You know what? I I think what, what gets me is the amount of hype and excitement around the stock um, and all the potential around it. Like Elon Musk could come up with these robots and self-driving and all these different things. Um, I've yet to see a lot of it come to fruition and I worry that, that the hype and excitement has gotten ahead of itself a little bit too much. But I will fully admit I've been wrong in the past. I've been wrong so far about Tesla stock, except when I sold at $1,000 to buy the car. I so far, but that could be, that's probably luck. Graham has been trying to justify his lifestyle this entire episode. I've been watching Graham for a very long time, and I like the guy, but I do agree with Jack and Tech Lead. Graham should live a little bit more. I'm not saying he needs to spend any more money or stop YouTube or the podcast, but life experience would really help him grow all these ventures as well as refining his perspective. I don't disagree with that. I think I need some more perspective. I agree. What do you mean by perspective? Seeing more things and being exposed to more, I think would. But benefit I think me. everybody could benefit. That's from true. Yeah. But I think, yeah, me especially, Graham, I could probably. I think, yeah, he, he yeah. sees things with very much tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah I do. I so I could benefit from that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to hear how detached from reality Graham is when it comes to how materialistic he actually is. Making money, two thousand dollar loan from grandma, brought that could save someone's life. And how much $250,000 could actually do? Well, Tech Lead is detached from what is like to try and become wealthy outside of school. Programmer, doctor, lawyer, etc. Very cool perspectives to hear as a thousandaire. So, I mean, where do we start on this one? Uh, making my $2,000 loan from grandma. So let me uh, let me explain. Yeah, what, that. what is that? I don't remember. So when I was buying property in 2011, 2012, um, 
I had basically sunk all my money and I sold my car to finish and, and uh, buy these properties and renovate them. And there was a point where I, I had a tenant who was moving into a property and was going to pay me the rent and all that. Uh, and I needed to pay the contractor. And this is before like, I had a credit card or anything like that. And I knew there was a two-week gap between when I was having rent coming in and when I had to pay the contractor. And my grandma lent me $2,000 so that I could pay the contractor uh, as basically like a bridge in between the time that that happened and I got the rent. But so, what's the total amount of out-of-pocket that you were at the time, like invested in this house, renovating? Because I'm sure $2,000 uh, was probably a drop in the bucket. It was like two hundred grand. Something like that, two fifty. Oh, yeah, yeah, give or take, probably two fifty. I mean, it was it was everything I had saved up for four years. So, I, and I sold the car to pay yeah. for the triplex. Um, so yeah, but I also had some real estate deals that were coming in, and sometimes it's like you have to wait a few weeks to get paid on those. So uh, that was the two thousand dollars from my I grandma. I mean, I get that not everybody's in a position to, you know, borrow two thousand dollars from your grandma. I certainly wasn't, yeah. but I think that there's nothing wrong with using the resources that that you have right and plus if your grandma didn't let you borrow two thousand dollars somebody yeah somebody would have, oh, or you yeah. would have paid interest to, to someone yeah. it's not a big thing. uh yeah i mean it would have gotten done regardless but uh my first choice would have been to go to my grandma and i paid her right back i feel like jack is talking himself out of a job with graham he's just outsourcing all of his work to other people for cheaper why wouldn't graham just do it himself yeah why wouldn't i jack hmm. because that takes a lot of up upfront capital Oh, okay. So yeah. my question was, why wouldn't Je Graham just pay you a salary to manage people? A salary to manage people? Yeah. Like yes. I could just pay you a set amount and you manage. Because right. I'm not an employee. We'll make you an employee. I'd prefer not to be an employee, I think. We'll find somebody else to manage the people. Okay. <laughs> there's nothing that's stopping you from doing that. No, I mean, I'm, like, yeah, like yeah. as far no, as... No, I'm just trying for, to play devil's advocate. I mean, 85% yeah. of my income is from the iced coffee hour. So yeah. if we're talking about the 15% the on the side of like, you know, like the second chain, all the random stuff here and there, actually it's probably 10%, the other stuff. So it's not like it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, my thought is that uh, as long as the work is better or the same, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. As long so as you're okay if I outsource the main channel? Well, the main channel is something that even outsourcing to begin with. No, no not in the main channel. The, the main channel I'm so but particular what if it's about. better? If you show me a video, Alex, and we review it and it is better and I, and I look at this video and I say, Alex, did you just spend a full day on this thing? How long did this take you to do? How did you do it like this? And is that good? I'd be open to it. What if it's the same? Probably not. It would have to be better. Like when Jack did it, it was better. And I told Jack, you could try it once yeah. and it has to be really good. And I didn't even know it was better. And I thought Jack was just spending more time on the videos. As far as camera angles go, I personally think there should just be one camera slash angle. It would be much more podcast like in my opinion, just seeing everyone in one shot versus having multiple angles and going back and forth between all of them. Most podcasts out here follow the one camera rule and that's what I think this podcast needs. I needs disagree. No, uh-uh. You gotta switch. Yeah, you gotta yeah. switch camera angles. Yeah. It helps retention. Every big podcast on yeah. also has different camera angles. I'd like more of Alex, less of Jack. LOL. What does Jack even do anymore? You know what? I agree with this one. Do you? What did you do today, Jack? What did I do today? What did you do? Hung out, went in the pool, drank some Pepsi. Really? No. I didn't go. Well, not the Pepsi. Did part, I go but... in the pool? I don't remember if I went in the pool. What do you say to the people, though, who say less Jack? I think that's fine. Everyone's going to have their own opinion. And I don't think that there's anything that I can say that would change their mind if they're already in the thought of less Jack. So There's so many pro-Jack people, though, so it's okay. 
I'm yeah. I, I really appreciate the people that are pro Jack. <laughs> I feel like I kind of want to read like a love comment now. I'm fine. After reading so many hate comments, Graham kind of killed this to family vlog as soon as he took over TBH. The views don't lie though. I mean, the data is there. We got the data is there. I also uh, happened to change the the thumbnail and yeah. the uh, vlog name. And uh, I only did it for 30 days, but the views don't lie. Yeah, no, for 30 days, we tripled views, tripled revenue. Everything went up. Watch time went up. Everything substantially increased for those Watch time days. went up because the video, the the length of the videos went up. Well, you were daily posting. Yeah, but not, but no, it wasn't daily posting. It was three times a week. Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Alex is legit ungrateful, lol. Graham hired him as an employee. Why he acting like he's owed anything? I think there's, you guys both benefit from this relationship. You do and Graham does. And you guys are both (laughs) very fortunate to have the relationship. I don't think that it's one person or the other. It's a good answer. Great. Jack, I think answered that. I like that. Jack, with peace and love, your ego has gotten way too big. Keep telling you that all I've the time. actually seen a few of those. I'm not gonna lie. Jack ego stuff. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're still the minority, but I definitely think I'm confident. I just think that you come across on the camera more than before. Really? Like, I feel like before you were kind of still learning and kind of in your shell. Yeah, I, I think missed, I was shy. I missed the wide-eyed Jack. Like everything like, was. Like, oh my! Yeah, gosh. where you saw Christine's ring and you're like, whoa! Like I missed that. Those are like just the innocent, the pureness. Now he's got a Rolex. Like yeah, now he's he got like, a. Well, he, he forced me to get the Rolex. <laughs> oh, sorry. I forced you to buy a Rolex at a really good deal. It was a good deal. Yeah. From Federico Talk Swatches. Link down below in the yeah. description or not. Just search it in YouTube. Just search it. Federico Talk Swatches. We got someone that pledged to our Patreon no. during this episode. No. Way. Wait, no, wait, wait. Just now? Yeah, literally 30 minutes ago. Mess- Are you serious? Yeah. We can get it's Matan. Asuline. He says, I watch a lot of YouTube. I never thought I'd make a Patreon for anyone. Like, why I can watch for free. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you, man. Yeah. But I love your show and the guests you bring on. You guys are the best. Keep it up. That is really cool. Yeah. Well, let's not thank you so much. I, we really appreciate it. Uh, we, should, we could be giving plugs out. Yeah. We actually, we got another one we have to call right now. Oh, so, okay. True. So let me explain it. This is a big deal. We put up a $500 a month option on Patreon. And we thought we'd put this up there and then uh, we'd all host an event twice a year in Las Vegas where we could have everyone together and just hang out, dinners on us, drinks on us or whatever. The festivities are on us, but we'd come for one night, have a great time two times a year, $500 a month. But a lot of that, we just reinvest back into the night. So we'd have like, you know, two crazy times a year, just a good time. But uh, we got someone who signed up on that and we got another person that I think we should call right now. Graham likes the idea of whenever people sign up for that, we give them a call. If you do that, it's going to get to a point where we can't call everybody. No, certainly So you know what? We'll do it. Yeah. It's not promised, but. But it's a maybe. But it's a maybe. 100%. But as as of now, let's call him. So who is this? Uh, Okay. So this is Enam Khan. I'm always curious. And also shout out to Enam Khan and Rick Barkley. You guys paid the the VIP Patreon tier, so you get a verbal shout out every episode. Woo! You guys help make this thing possible. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is Graham. It's Jack and Alex calling you on the Iced Coffee Hour. I wanted to call you and thank you so much for the uh, joining the Patreon. Uh, We put that up there, just not having any idea what to expect on this. Uh, 
and we are we are so happy to have you join. We'll let you know when the uh, Las Vegas event is going to be. But what made you what made you do it? I'm curious. Oh my God! Well, first of all, I'm excited for Las Vegas. Second of all, I I guess I got so much value out of your videos over the years. This was one of my ways I felt like I could get back, and also just building a relationship with you guys. I feel like that would just be really good. So I'm definitely excited. Thank you so much. I've seen you guys grow over the years, Jack, especially you. I saw Thank I was you. watching the first podcast the other day, and I was like, yo, Jack is so different now. <laughs> oh, Big <laughs> Good job, guys. You guys are doing great work. Thank you. Now, quick question for you. Um, do you think Jack should get a haircut? <laughs> I actually just voted on his Instagram. I was one of the few guys that said no, but... Oh, oh no! Thank wait, you, wait, he said one of the few. <laughs> one of the few. Don't, don't ruin it. But don't, no, wait, don't look yet. Don't look yet. But we got a sneak wow. peek. Okay. Thank you. Well, anyway, man, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate anything you need. Just reach out. And you're cool if we include this on the, uh, on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Thanks, and thanks for reaching out. Oh, my God, I'm, like, so starstruck right now. <laughs> I just not too nervous, but thank you. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Uh, this will air in a few days. And uh, anything you want to shout out? Oh, yeah, I want to shout out my YouTube channel, and I'm on investing. And I just wanted to say I love you, Mom. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Good luck on uh, the olive hunt. Yeah. All these people are so That's, nice. Rick we're going to be. I'm excited to meet yeah. them. Again. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. So anyway, guys, if you are interested as well, the link is down below in the description. We don't know how many people we're going to get, but, uh, you know, I'd like to call. Yeah, people. I think it's fun. And, and it's, it's good to put a put a voice behind the name as well. And we need to end this with you looking on Instagram to determine whether oh, or not you're getting yeah, a haircut. Let's see if people want me to get a haircut. You know what? We should be leaving this up to the Patreon members. It's like that's a Patreon <laughs> that's exclusive. So like decide when Jack gets a haircut, and they decide as a community. Each tier has like a number yeah. of votes. Yes, that's so funny. <laughs> yes. What's the percentage? Wow, sixty forty. Yeah, that's not that's not as drastic as I had. Correct. Well, how many votes? Fifty-seven forty-three. So uh, I think the majority has said you need a haircut, but not a drastic haircut, so just, just enough a, for a change. You know, a trim. Yeah, just okay. a trim. Well, thank you guys cool. so much for voting. And if you guys want to vote on more things where I could change my own physical appearance, follow me <laughs> Check on out Instagram. my Instagram. Hey. <laughs> at yeah. yeah, make sure to also get a free stock down below in the description when you sign up for public using the code Graham. And you can also add Alex on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Thank you to our VIP Patreon members. Yeah. And, and until next time. Until next time. Cool.